So this is kind of like the mental side to it, the mind side. And then there's the other side of it, which is the heart side. Why are you doing this? What are you doing it for? What, what inspires you? What keeps you up at night? What is the difference? What is the dent you want to make in this ever-expanding universe of ours? Um, what is that thing which, which motivates you, which keeps you, like, which makes you feel alive? And that's the inspiration. So I think that when it comes to honing your voice, it's these two things. It's perfecting your craft, which is maybe like an external thing, but then the internal thing, which is like, why am I doing this? What is this for? And sort of getting, the, once you have these two in resonance, that's where the magic happens. Yes, there are like those life decisions, those major calls that come maybe once, once in a couple of years where you have to make a decision. But I think that the opportunity to be creative comes every day. And I think uh, if you're a creative person, um, it's important that you pick up that call every single day. That's actually a point that I wanted to come next to. So getting into creativity is one thing, you know, like realizing that, oh, I'm good at this. Uh, say I'm like, I'm good at filmmaking or I'm good at painting or I'm good at singing or things like that. But it's a different thing altogether to hone your creativity. And there's a quote which says that, you know, the difference between amateur and professional is that the amateur guy does it for hobby whenever his mood or he feels like doing art. But a professional is someone who knows that, you know, it's not always that you will find that inspiration. It's not 100% of times that you will be you know, uh, doing it with all your heart and soul at that point. So sometimes it is, you know, there is that that process that you have to endure and you have to get to that point where it's almost in an autopilot mode kind of a thing. So what is your take on like honing your creativity and, you know, finding your creative calling and finding your voice actually? That's a really, really good question. And I think one that only an artist can ask you because uh, it's it's one of those questions. Um, so anyways, like, I think that, I mean, all humans are born creative, right? Everyone is creative in their own way. You could be coding, you could be an investment banker, you could be an artist, a singer, um, a filmmaker. Um, but I think that, like, the concept or the way I think of it is that everyone, all humans are born unique. And so that's what I was getting to in a very scientific deduction kind of way. So let's do it that way. Tribute to physics. Um, so anyways, everyone is, uh, everyone's born unique and everyone is creative. So what does that mean? Everyone is uniquely creative. That means that everyone is, um, the way I'm creative is very different from the way you're creative. Um, that's very different from the way Abhinandan's creative, right? So we could be in different professions, but even if you bring it down to the same profession, right? Like, you look at different. Uh, you look at different singers. They all sound different. They all have their own unique way of making music. You look at different filmmakers. They make different kind of movies. You can say, "Oh, this is a James Cameron flick." Oh, this is a. Uh, this family drama must be Karan Johar, right? Like everyone has that unique. Everyone has that unique sense of uh, of their like. They're I think uniquely creative. Gosh, that's a mouthful, and that's also known as your creative voice. So I think that the difference between an amateur and a professional is uh, that the professional recognizes that, oh, like 
I have this creative voice and I need to hone it. I need to make it perfect. And tuning that creative voice is what takes, uh, that's where all the riyaz is. That's where all the practice, all the hours go into. Um, you know, like, so how did, uh, like Nolan's films are so different from, from anyone else's. And that isn't because, like, yes, he's different from all of us, but he spent hours perfecting the way to come up with his, to sing in his creative voice. And I think that um, that is where the practice, like I was saying, that is where the practice comes in. And as any creative being, what you have to do is uh, you have to find that creative voice uh, of yours and you have to hone it till you know that you'll know if you know when it's perfect, right? Like when you're cooking something, you instinctively know, oh, this is cooked, right? So you keep honing it, you keep honing it until you know that, yes, it's reached that place. And the thing is, um, like any good artist, like your voice keeps growing with you. So um, there's, it's, it's like, uh, it's like, it's like being in the Himalayas. You get onto one peak and then you find a peak that's even higher and then you keep going, you keep going. So, so yeah, so it comes down to finding your voice and then, uh, and then honing it to perfection in no matter, no matter the field. Yep. So I think uh, that's an interesting point. So how did uh, we know in terms of, okay, uh, look, this is how we need to kind of hone our creative voice, right? But in your case, uh, and kind of just wanted you to elaborate in terms of how did you really do that in terms of writing or uh, in terms of filmmaking that that's something that you're into, right? So how did you kind of go through and what were the interesting stories that you kind of, because in, in this whole process, right, of honing your voice, uh, mentors and people we meet, right, play a very important role uh, in terms of how we kind of hone our voice because we obviously cannot isolate ourselves. We're in a very connected world. So there is an environment around us that kind of helps us, uh, stimulates us to kind of hone our creative voice. It could be, it could be people who we directly talk to. It could be someone when you're traveling, you kind of meet and then you, you say, okay, look, this is how it is. Or someone whom is, whom they're directly, uh, connected with something like writing or theater, or some people could be not even connected to you. So you're just watching someone's movie and then you feel that, look, okay, that, that kind of vibes with, my thinking and then you go ahead. So in this whole journey of when you made the decision for the first time, right? Saying that, okay, fine. I'm not going to this creative, uh, I'm not going to this corporate world. This I'm going to kind of take this creative journey to where you are now. Right. What were the different points or the different, uh, high points or, or, or uh, points where you felt it very interesting or you met interesting people, uh, in this whole journey of your writing or filmmaking. So I think you've asked like two questions. Uh, so I think the first question is um, like in terms of like honing your voice, right? Like, uh, yes, it's not just a personal thing. Obviously there's, so I see it as there are two ways to it. There's your craft and then there's who you are. So your craft is the technical abilities, right? Um, so your craft is all about like in my case, becoming a good writer, learning how to use different um, you know, getting good at getting good at like story construction, story crafting. So that's the craft side of it. Or for a musician, it would be, you know, getting good at his getting good at his or her art, you know, like getting training the voice to reach multiple octaves or whatever. Um, so I think that there's one side, which is the ability and craft side. So 
obviously that is needed. That's a very important element of um, of finding your voice. You have to perfect your craft. Um, you have to get it ready. And then the other side to it. So this is kind of like the mental side to it, the mind side. And then there's the other side of it, which is the heart side. Why are you doing this? What are you doing it for? What what inspires you? What keeps you up at night? What is the difference? What is the dent you want to make in this ever-expanding universe of ours? Um, what is that thing which which motivates you, which keeps you, like, which makes you feel alive? And that's the inspiration. So I think that when it comes to honing your voice, it's these two things. It's perfecting your craft, which is maybe like an external thing, but then the internal thing, which is like, why am I doing this? What is this for? And sort of getting, the, once you have these two in resonance, that's where the magic happens. Um, again, that's, I'm sure every artist has their own take on it, but that's like my personal take. Um, and then the second thing that you asked me was, how did I get to these points? So immediately after I, you know, after I got that promotion, after I rejected that promotion, um, you know, within a couple of months, I, I left that job because I knew, like I, I now knew it was time to go full time. Um, I left that job, but before that I was taking online classes just to make sure that, you know, like I knew, basically I knew that my technical ability, the mental side of it was not where I wanted it to be. It still isn't and maybe it never will be, but I knew that I needed to I needed to work on it because I'd done it for fun earlier. It had been a hobby, but now it was going to be, it was going to be the thing I do. And therefore I needed to get it. I needed to bring it to that level, which, which I can see in my mind, but I don't have that skill yet. So I started taking classes, you know, I took a couple of craft classes online and then I took a couple of workshops. Thankfully there was no COVID then. So I took a couple of offline workshops as well. I got into a really nice workshop um, based in Bangalore, which is for budding authors. And um, I got really, really good mentorship there. Uh, and you know, like it really helped me with my technique. It definitely, it was like an inflection point in terms of my writing ability. I definitely, it really, really helped me. Um, but then again, like what did I want to write about? What is the difference that I want to make in this world? Why, why do I write? What kind of stories do I want to write? What stories are Prakrit, right? Like when someone in the future, when someone watches my movie or reads my story, they should be like, oh, this is such a Prakrit camera film. But what makes it a Prakrit camera film, right? What are those elements? What is like, what is that thing about me that I bring to this craft? Like, what is my heart? What is my inspiration? What is my... What is my, let's get philosophical, reason for being? No, I'm kidding. But, uh, but yeah, and that takes time. Like, and, and you know, like, I've, like, it, you can, I've tried writing across genres. So first I thought, like, oh, I should just try writing across genres and doing different things. And I've written across many different genres, like, theory, like not just genres, but different, um, different mediums as well, right? And when you start putting those things together, you start observing patterns. So, uh, like, that's how I started finding, like, finding my voice. Like, for example, um, one, like, one thing which is very, no matter what story I write, there is a heavy influence of nature and traveling. That's because that's who I've been. My whole life, I've, like, never really lived in one place, been all over. And my name Prakrit means, means uh, that which is derived from nature or natural. So it's not just part of my name, or maybe it was a self-fulfilling prophecy, thanks to my parents. But 
nature plays a very strong theme in all of my stories no matter where it always plays a strong theme and like that's because that's who i am when i think creatively you know i do my best thinking when i'm like sitting under a tree or something uh kind of like newton except no apples fall on my head yeah i was about to tell you that <laughs> as i spared the viewers <laughs> you saying that so no i'm kidding but uh but yeah so uh anyways coming back to it because i think i was uh just getting a little lost i think there are two sides to it you have to hone your technical ability but you also have to find that element that inspiration which makes that technique uniquely yours um and that that is your voice so um your voice is not just like one element it could be in the way you tell a story it could be the type of story like the elements will come but you have to find out like the unique part of you or you have to you'll know it because the way you imagine your art no one else can imagine it that way but getting it to that level physically like making it um making it a reality bringing those elements that's what your voice does for you so yeah so uh, i have a question for you at this point right so you said bringing your voice and now we humans are a collection of thoughts basically you know like we are a collection of ideologies and uh like we have been inspired by so many things by the way we have grown by the places we have grown in and the places we have lived in exa yeah for example like for me uh, i want to be a filmmaker but one of my inspirations is say roger federer and he's even yours so uh, and he's 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 a sports person but uh, there is something about that which inspires you so much right even uh, david foster wallace wrote in his uh, famous article of you know like roger federer the religious experience as to how uh, his playing is more like like a dancing like a ballet dance and how it is so uh, pleasing to view it's almost like an art where rest of the people are playing a sport here is an artist who is like painting a canvas on tennis court so there are so many musicians and filmmakers and artists etc so who was like your inspiration you know like who uh, who has kind of impacted your art that way you know it's it could be that maybe you heard someone's music and you know you started writing a good story also right so who was that particular person you know who or that particular person who really inspired you oh that is a that is a really really good question because and it's a tough one because i think that there are so many um i don't know if i could be able to hone in on like hone in on one let's ask avinandan first while i think about this stuff question avinandan who are your inspirations yeah. i don't know for me as i think uh, as an artist uh, uh i was really drawn into uh, uh, edm right so edm music uh, that's something that i've always been drawn into from college uh love i mean the whole idea of there being no lyrics right and then you see these festivals like tomorrowland or any of the festivals you go to like uh you just see that and they just kind of belting out this music tracks and then people are going crazy right and there's no there's no lyrics it's just like there's like some chords and then like some beat and people are just like dancing away to glory for like an hour or two right and that's something that always connected me so i felt edm was more universal because obviously because there's no lyrics you don't really have to understand stuff right but that whole thing of universality of music was something that always drew me into it 
and then i kind of started djing uh, my inspirations i think was martin garrix and uh, he's a very young dj right yeah so i think he's all, he's a number one dj for many years right but he was this young kid who was kind of uh, in his room he was creating music uh, on his laptop right he was all of the age of 17 right and then he came out with this amazing and this viral uh, song called uh, animals right and then the world suddenly went crazy and they were like oh shit and that kind of gave everyone the belief right and that uh, gets back to the point that you were speaking uh, about is if you kind of put in those hours right anyone i mean literally anyone could do this and here was a kid when the whole dj industry or the scene was there from years like people like david getta and all were there from years carl cox the legends of edm were there here's a kid who's just 17 sitting in his room on this macbook and he's made this he's made this song which the whole world leave leave people in like a certain continent the whole world is dancing to right and that's something that drew me into it uh, that's something that inspired me martin garrix was such a big inspiration uh, i would listen to his music i would kind of with whatever software i had i would do some some here and there with uh, mix music right and then obviously i went on to get uh, i tried to kind of be a dj but then kind of didn't work out due to studies right but then i did kind of get back into that got a dj set now but you have a dj set now that's what i was saying yeah yeah pretty soon gonna light up huh? bangalore yeah yeah but yeah i think as an artist the uh, the whole idea uh, uh, a person who has inspired me was martin garrix and then obviously once i kind of got into the whole scene uh, more and more people i've kind of started to go deeper and then realize that this is possible right and then all you have to do is kind of just make that first decision put in those hours and then kind of just keep putting out things that you love right without pressure uh, without uh, the stress of uh, making people like i mean you should not be like okay look i want to put something out that people like uh, just put out something that you love right and then people will eventually like you if not now 20 years down the lane right so that was an inspiration for me What about you guys? I'm glad like I pushed the question to you and I'm just going to say whatever Abhi said. So, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But uh I think that you both you guys brought up like amazing points because art um is to be found is to be found everywhere. From the way Martin Garrix makes music to the way Roger Federer plays which uh Avinav if you remember exactly 3 years ago we were watching live. good days mama yeah exactly on this day also i feel yes on this day so seriously no, seriously yeah so we were watching uh, roger federer in yeah. germany jerry weber yeah. open you watched it live and then i watched it through live no i didn't watch it live i watched it through your video that you guys put out on youtube oh yeah. you missed the finger we were giving you but maybe next time <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm, I'm this finger, dude. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, of course. Giving you a thumbs up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What did you think? So, uh, bro, thumb thumbs up taste the th- thunder. <laughs> thumbs uh, up. Huh? So I grew up listening. So my dad uh, listened to you know like the Beatles, Elton John, um, Elvis Presley. I grew up listening to this kind of music and like uh, a lot of these artists again like had very different careers and. It, 
like I was inspired by music. I was inspired by theater. Uh, I was inspired by like, um, you know, when you're standing, uh, and we've done this together. You know, when you're standing in the audience listening to music, like you know, like the band is playing a song which everyone knows, and the whole crowd is singing, and you're lost. You're lost in that. You're lost in that magic of that moment, or that same moment can be caught when you're in a when you're watching a film together in a theater and the director moves you to tears brings you to laughs you know like changes your life changes the way you think brings that like everything good about being alive or it could be when you're sitting at a restaurant eating an amazingly made or what restaurant when you're sitting at home your friends are there your mom makes amazing puri or something and you're all just like belting there's that feeling there's that euphoria that you feel and that's there in every art form in every form no ma- in in whatever you do whether it's tennis whether it's cooking um and i think that it is those moments that have inspired me the most because when i'm in that audience i'm like man i want to create this too i don't only want to consume right i want to create this as well but i'm not a musician so you have to find what you can do and it could be multiple things like abhinandan you know you're a singer you're a um you're into djing you're also into acting i won't say what kind of films but you're there so you know like it's it's about it's not just about consumption but when you also want to create those experiences and that is what inspires you and to do it in what you love the most i think like um cuz like if we find roger federer as a religious experience think about how it must be for him bringing joy to the whole world through his art right and i think that like that's the dream like you be like be happy and bring joy to whoever watches you do your thing so uh i think like that's it cuz you can find inspiration everywhere um and it'll be very hard for me to pick because it's across uh, it's across uh uh so this was a strategic answer <laughs> this i'll admit so but it's true huh it's true so it is true yeah but uh see we're talking about creating right uh one thing i wanted to ask you is uh what are each of your creative processes because obviously once you create right creating is is one side of the story your creative process is the other side of the story and i've been very fortunate that i've seen you both very closely in terms of uh, your creative processes and something that's similar to both of you is the way you guys are very structured in terms of how you create right but then just wanted to know more in terms of what is your detailed process each of you so uh, for me i realized over the years that uh, a lot of good ideas come in and uh, what happens a lot of times what i used to do was i used to think over it think over it think over it and there is a time when you know like you're like i don't think i want to do that anymore so i think elizabeth gilbert you know the author of eat pray love <laughs> she says in one of her ted talks that creativity is like that like that flying soul or something when it comes you better catch it before it goes off so now that i realize you know the importance of good ideas and uh the importance of the thoughts that come into your mind so i realize that i start to put put it down on a paper first and 
give it a thought of how i want to kind of create that and uh, even now i would say that i'm not like uh, i'm still in that phase where i i let so many ideas go and to some extent that is fine because you have to filter out right you know there is always a line uh, and uh, there is so much of crap also as so, long as that line is tel mein tel mein jeera hira whatever that was i think you're good <laughs> exactly you have to let the jeeras and all the all the crappy ideas go away but there are some good ones which you have to you know re- evaluate and quickly make the decision that hey you know what this is worth making into a proper movie or this is worth making into a, a painting or a or a dj like a proper you know a song so uh, i make sure to write it down and create a whole process and working in that industry where you know we create ads on a regular basis so we have a proper thing of you know conceptualizing an idea then scripting it and then once once the scripting is done we kind of uh, start shooting then edit and then you know there is post production and things like that so my major uh, i would say my major you know like the thinking and the creativity part comes out uh, yeah definitely shooting and conceptualizing everything is there but uh, editing is one part where i'm sitting with all all by myself and i'm just evaluating okay this is good and this is like like not what i assumed it to be or you know like this is not what i visualized it to be like initially so i edit i edit like a lot because i try to think from okay so prakrit will be seeing my video so what will he be thinking about it you know like uh, so i have a lot of friends who are like critically very smart and you know like people like prakrit panda even you you know like uh, it's not always like a hey, very nice very nice there's always the other side to it right so you have to keep all the kind of audiences in mind and think what they'll be what what do what would they think of this scene when they watch it did the joke land and things like that so keeping all that in mind you know the edit process becomes like really important and sometimes you have to like really be strict with yourself and like just cut the crap like is it necessary is it adding something something like at least 1% to your story if not then chuck it out it's like those deleted scenes in the office and things like that you know like uh not required it's not like affecting the story in a very you know uh, productive way so yeah more or less that's what my process is like like there's no like set answer to it but it's just what i do that's it so yeah prakrit like we want to like really i want to know about like what is your creative process because like i don't know answer to this i know that you are a very structured person and all that but like when you are writing a story or a novel kind of thing like what is the structure that you follow or yeah just take us through it well you know i've given a tribute to physics um as much as i like it i'm very glad i've left it but i think it's time to give a tribute to management as well um so i think if you guys remember since both of you have done mba as well when we were learning about innovation we were taught that there are two broad ways of innovation right like there's the american approach which is like big jumps so you go immediately from um phone to smartphone ala steve jobs um you know big jumps and then there's the japanese way which is i think it's called kaizen but i might be wrong but i'm glad if i forgotten so anyways i think it's kaizen and it means continuous improvement and then 
um, the lesson in innovation brings both those things together and says that, you know, ideally you should have both. You'll have those moments where you jump from zero to 100 right away. But then during lean periods, right, like you need to continually keep working. So it's almost like a staircase, like, you know, you have like a, a staircase, except the stairs are sloping upwards. So you're always moving. It's like this jagged sawtooth curve. Like you'll have those moments of in, you'll have those moments where you make those big jumps. But between those jumps, right, which take time, you need to continually improve. And that way you're always improving. Um, and uh, tribute to management, I think that is what or that is what I try to employ in my creative process as well. Because I think that, um, Abhinav, you were talking about Elizabeth Gilbert. I love you. Um, Gilbert, not you. So, uh, uh, no, I'm kidding. So, uh, so anyway, so you'll have those days where, you know, like you get this amazing idea and it's going to change uh, it's going to change the world. Like, remember what Stan Lee said about Spider-Man? Like, he just thought about it. And, like, that was an incremental jump. Remember, he said, like, there'll be a lot of idiots who tell you, like, don't listen to them. You'll have those jumps, right? But but between those days, you need to continually keep improving. So keep working on your craft. Keep perfecting it, even if it's five minutes a day, ten minutes a day. Um, I think, Abhinandan, you were also saying that, that, you know, with, with DJing. Just do whatever you can, right? Like, you get five minutes. You get two minutes, 30 seconds, you get three hours. It doesn't mind. It doesn't matter. But keep working on it. Keep working on your craft. Um, make those continual small, small, small improvements. And then when those big jumps come, make those as well, obviously. So, you know, you're always improving. You're always getting there, irrespective of time, place. It doesn't matter. So I think, uh, thank you, management, uh, for that. And that is what I will take from you. But, uh, but yeah, that's my creative process. So... It ties us back to like the one of our previous episodes where, where we are talking about consistency and how consistency can lead to compounding of results, you know, like and human human brains are not like meant for processing the whole compounding and things like that. And eventually when we start doing one step at a time, you know, like you said, two down, one up kind of a thing. Yeah, like- so it'll, it'll happen as long as like, yeah. as long as you continue to tinker and then those days when you get like wild ideas those are like those big jumps, those quantum leaps. So, uh, so what are your like recent plans of like now you're working to, you know, so that you'll be able to pay for the film school. So, uh, like an HR, I will actually, where do you see yourself five years from now? (laughs) Oh man, dangerous question after dangerous question. Well, I hope five years from now, um, y'all are watching something where it says written by Prakrit Kamra. So I think if that happens, I'm happy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i'll cry and all okay i'll cry and all i'll be like that that proud friend i like okay. i give that crying feel i'll be crying too for tears of joy because uh because that that would be the that would be the dream um yes you know like in my personal journey uh i am going to film school really soon so i'm very excited about that uh hopefully it happens this year pandemic um i mean what what is that word? I'm forgetting it now. Uh, but anyways, I, if the pandemic, uh, pandemic permitting, there we go, permitting, that was the word. Uh, so, so I'm going to film school. I want to, you know, like I've tested my, like I enjoy writing, I enjoy writing stories. The medium doesn't matter, but uh, I'm really inspired by, uh, I'm really inspired by film because uh, I think that it is the medium of our age. You know, like, 
film has truly taken off like especially with the smartphone point and shoot indie filmmaking it's we're reaching new heights and uh i've got some good ideas so uh so yeah so that's what i want to do and um and my plan for the next 5 years is first to get better at my craft uh you know like the technical side of it but i'm continually working on what i what i want to do once i have my technical ability at a place where i can like you know write the stuff i want to or create those movies so um so yeah so long story short it's to get better and hopefully in 5 years you'll see a uh you will see something written by me um on a screen near you so let's hope um, uh but i think the other thing which i really want is to collaborate with you guys because you know we go long back and our journeys have been very different but also intertwined we've been there for each other at these different moments we've all seen that and i think that collaborating with both of you um you know uh that would that would be a dream come true i don't know if it happens in 5 years 10 years and we've always spoken about it we've been talking about it since we were kids and um to do that would be a would be a dream come true like uh you know like not just my name but imagine if there's something on uh something that's coming which is like written by prakrit kamra uh directed by abhinav gorti and um starring uh starring abhinandan uh, bhargava as uh item item song dancer heaven my man heaven <laughs> no i'm kidding guys i've been like continually trashing abhinandan but that's just because of the the terrible one liners i've been listening for like 11 years but you guys who are watching abhinandan is one of the most creative guys i've met and he's creative like dude he he can so he sings he's um he's now trying to be a dj as well and i remember even like even when we were when i was studying physics and he was studying commerce he no matter what was happening in life he'd always have like creative solutions in whatever he did um hint hint bringing like his girlfriend into a boys only campus so proud of you my man so no but anyways my point is you're very creative and um and obviously abhinav as well <clears throat> but uh i really look forward to working with you guys uh and i'm sure it'll happen so I think you know what one one way that we all can collaborate is that uh, maybe one idea is that we can have a documentary right of the three uh, the three of our journeys right into this whole creative field we can just kind of just start off with okay today what we are doing right and then probably some 10 years down the lane when every one of us is really big we can kind of edit the whole thing and then uh, we can just view the journey as as a journey from where we are started off which is this zoom call brown monday this podcast yeah. yeah and then to to the places that we are right and the whole in a documentary style and then the whole documenting the whole journey that uh, look we were just normal guys and then we kind of made it big um abhinav is so disgusted with what i just said but on the opposite end absolutely man no. i think that um you know like even now when we reflect on where we started like like all of us are doing creative things and it's just going to get better over time as we get better at our craft as you know we start uh let's say taking the world by storm so uh yeah good days uh what is that uh something stanley says 
I think it's Excelsior, onwards and upwards. So, um, so yeah, as you can see, I definitely, I really like Stan Lee's work. So yeah, I think like the the greatest uh, achievement for any artist would be you know like to inspire the next generation of artists and or budding artists, you know, like or or going to be artists or people or best would be like you know like creating artists. So uh, yeah, people like Stanley. people like george r r martin people like yani people like roger federer they're just they're just like you know inspired the globe so yeah yeah and the next generation people like prakrit kamra and abhinav gorthi and abhinandan and so on and so forth <laughs> yeah it's uh, good to say right it's good to say prakrit kamra artist or writer abhinav gorthi director uh, I'm just gonna make a joke again. I mean, nothing. You can do your own. It's it's too hard. I'm sorry. That's what she said. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, this this has been so much fun. At already. the end, I think at the end, I think it all boils down to like you said, Riyas and the whole ten thousand hours. That so-called, you know, like uh, what that Malcolm Gladwell talks about. Uh, like for example, like Beatles had a combined ten thousand hours as a band. So I like. I agree with you. It comes to practice. It definitely comes down to practice, but um, I think that it also comes down to uh, just do what you love. Life is too short, so uh, if you do what you love, Carpe like you, you'll end up doing ten thousand hours anyways because you love it. So uh, yeah, talking about ten thousand hours, I think I saw uh, it was uh, some show that I forgot I saw on YouTube. They went to Billy Eilish's house, and then on the door it was written ten thousand hours, right? Similarly, I mean, she was just in a bedroom. She and her brother were making music to winning at such a young age so many Grammys, right? And like, if the pandemic taught us anything, like life is so unpredictable, right? So yeah, uh, so yeah, uh, you just have to keep moving, man. That's it. Yeah, just. But really, this has been. Uh, This has been so much fun, you guys. Just talking to both of you, talking about things that we love, and uh, it's really been. Um, I was always excited to be on the show. So Abhinav, you know, when you first asked me that, hey man, would you, uh, would you, would you want to come? I was obviously like, yes, of course. And uh, it's been it's been such a joy to be here. Uh, I think I've like been smiling throughout. So if like nothing else, at least you can send it in for like a Colgate ad. Nine out of ten dentists re- recommend this toothpaste. So uh, one out of ten recommends this Zoom meeting. <laughs> that one, you know, that one will be that one will be panda, right? So, uh, <laughs> um, anyway, sorry guys, inside joke, but that's one of our friends. Shout out to him. Um, anyways, but like I said, you guys are uh, amazing creators, and uh, to watch your journeys as well. I know you said it about me, but to watch your journeys and to have like this support system for me, where I know that my best friends who are also on very similar paths, who I always have, you know, to to count on. They've always got my back, and I've always got your guys's back. And uh, you know, like we're looking to collaborate in the future. I think I think that's amazing, and. Um, Your show has been like you guys have been so nice to me. So thank you once again for having me, and uh, it's been a pleasure. And like this is too much nice words, but I had to say it because it's true. So when I see you all next, I will definitely kick your asses because this much diabetes will jaga yar. Itni sugar ke saath. No, but just just turn your just turn that side, no, because I got your back. 
The, oh, you, oh, you got it? Dude, I'm gonna kill you the next time I see you. Like, if I'm working out, it'll be to punch you. So, get ready. You start practicing on practicing running. Go run every day. Because, like, these bad jokes... Abhinand, you can climb on me and start counting 1, 2, 3, 4, like that. Because you can count on me. No, but... Uh, but, yeah. I wish you guys the best for this show. Thanks for having me. And... Uh, I didn't think of this like a podcast. I just felt this episode to be like a conversation that we we wanted to be having for a really long time. You know, like uh, a couple of months ago, we we wanted to like really discuss this particular topic of you know like finding a creative voice, and uh, it's it's really amazing uh, you know to have someone amidst your friend circle who is like really passionately following his or her dreams and uh, yeah and. Uh, like seeing Prakrit go follow his dream in a very like structured way, like the management student, the physics student, the studious student that he was. So uh, yeah, step by step, like that Japanese process that he said. And American, so, both. Yeah, yeah, and American. So uh, cosmopolitan process. So it's very not just nice, but it's also very uh, you know encouraging to see something like that because uh for me like i am in a creative process and i want to be amongst the creative people and you know to see your best bird going in that direction it's it's definitely an encouragement for me and uh you know there's always like there's someone there who's whom you can like look up to like damn even i should be doing something like this and you know like i should be taking this kind of path and not just that but also like you know catching up once in a while and understanding you guys are too uh, nice man <laughs> So, yeah, yeah. Ab- Abhinav, I'm looking up to you. Because <laughs> they live on different floors. <laughs> Literally. You, you'll see my asshole. Okay. <laughs> I think, like, thank, <laughs> thank you for, like those, like, those words. But I look up to you guys as well. So, I think as long as we're there for each other, I think it's good. So... Yeah, enough, enough of niceness too. Yeah, like, let's be assholes now. Yeah, please, Pot, like, have, have my back, back guys. Have my back. Entire 10 years, I've never been this nice. Like... It's foreign to me. So. Dude, that fool is like bending over and he's saying that you have my back. Like, who? <laughs> <laughs> I have my back. Man. Anyway. But thanks a lot. Yes, thanks a lot, Mr. Prakrit. Camera? Yeah. Yesterday we couldn't have the podcast because Prakrit was doing chores. <laughs> chores. Such a thief. Yeah, man. Like, you know, like there's a lot of creativity in mopping and sweeping as well. No, that's, I'll tell you, like when you're mopping and sweeping, right, there is, your mind is either like idle, you're thinking about something or even if you're listening to like instrumental music or something, that is a time where ideas come. So like doing boring jobs, like I find so many types, you know, like, like having shower. Shower is like a common place, you know, where ideas come. Dangerous place to go, my man. Let's just let's just keep it to. Uh, this is the craziest place that you got idea, an idea. Each of you. Abhinandan is like asking, asking dangerous questions now. But no, like in terms of mopping and sweeping, the most the most creative thinking that I do there is what is the fastest way to do this with the least amount of effort. <laughs> That's the only creative thing I'm thinking of there. He's so, a Pythagoras, always looking for the hypotenuse. Such a strategy, fellow. Oh, I knew, I knew that was coming. <laughs> Um, yeah, he learned that what, uh, what is that optimum route kind of a thing that Bhagyasa taught us in Oh, you weren't MBA. sleeping then? My man, I'm impressed. 
So Abhinav holds the record. Guys who are listening, Abhinav holds the record for sleeping the most in class. Like, and the best part is, so there was another guy in our class who was uh, related to a friend of ours. Um, we'll call that friend X. But anyways, this dude, his name was Avinav, and this is Abhinav. So the um, I remember our economics teacher. He got so angry that Abhinav slept in every one of his classes. He went to the hostel warden and he was like, "This guy." Except he didn't say Abhinav. He said Avinav. Avinav has been sleeping, and that guy Avinav got screwed by the warden by like everyone, and you know, like he was all. He was like his face became small and everything. And the next time when he came to class, he was like full. He was like dejected like this. And and the and you know the economics professor like was trying to console him. It's okay. It's okay. No, the economics professor was consoling me because he thought that the warden blasted me, and he was like consoling me. That's okay, Abhinav. That's okay. Like don't worry. Do you chant Gayatri Mantra? That is good for you. You won't sleep in class and things like that. And the other guy was like. Why the hell did I get blasted? <laughs> it was amazing. Thank you so much for having me. It was, like I said, it was an honor, and it was also a lot of fun. So uh, I'll see you guys in person soon once this lockdown ends. Thank you so much, viewers and listeners, for tuning in today and listening to this particular show of the Right Now Show. And uh, we are more than grateful. To where the episodes have started reaching, and I think this is where we want to be. You know. interact candidly with our uh, with our guests and try to bring out the best possible output out there so thank you so much for listening to us if you haven't subscribed already please go ahead and subscribe these guys are awesome so please subscribe <clears throat> thank you yeah please do and the right now shorts is also coming shortly so all those episodes will be there in abhinandan's channel link in the description below so please check it out where we'll be talking about shorter topics bite sized topics so if you are not someone who's into like listening long episodes that's for you uh anyway please tell your family friends everyone to subscribe as well have fun have a nice day uh see you next time thank you all right bye guys hey subscribe family subscribe